This episode is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group, and once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing funds. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by the Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on making ends meet in Edmonton. You can learn more at ecfoundation.org. Enjoy the show. Up. It's the Turf District Podcast. District where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL and we're a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network locally grown community supported and also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew and thank you for tuning in with us this evening on YouTube or downloading the podcast if that's what you've done. Uh, We have an amazing guest tonight and lots to chat about uh, but we really appreciate you joining us up front and making sure that you're sharing afterwards and reviewing and all those other fun things that every podcaster asks you to do. Thank you for that. So let's bring in the gang. Let's start uh, with uh, the one and only super fan, Mike. Like, like and subscribe. Love there it. we love, go. Love it. How that's uh, nice to see you, super fan. Ah, How are you in uh, Turf District West? Uh, it's good. It's uh, yeah. It was a little weird last week. Uh, I was uh, en route from southern Alberta up to uh, home again, and so I missed last week. But uh, clearly, you handled it pretty well. It looked great. All right, lovely. Okay. We don't get any ideas or anything, but yeah. No, no, none ideas? Oh, well, I just had them all, and now they're all gone. All right. Next uh, is is Commissioner Kayla. How are you, Commissioner? Apparently not so the one and only. (laughs) Well, I like to shake it. There's multiples, multiples of me. Well, oh, no, no. There's only one commissioner. That you know of. (laughs) Yeah. How have you? How are you doing after our uh, wonderful Argo tailgate experience on Saturday? I'm just sticking to the tailgate because that was impeccable. That was so much fun. It always is, but you know, I met a lot of new people, and just goes to show you, there's no family like the CF, the CFL family. So, very true. It was great. It was so good. Yeah, I, I agree. It was it was amazing, and I'm, I'm glad everyone could join us for that. So that was that was so good. Um, all right, let's bring in our guest because uh, we're yes. very excited. Uh, <clears throat> tonight we welcome one of the brightest new stars on the Elks roster. He's blowing up the return game as we have not seen in a while, and he's number 25, Christian Salisbury. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Hey, thank you all for having me on the show tonight. 
Oh, we, we love having you here. It's, uh, I, I gotta ask you, I mean, uh, you're, you're lighting the world on fire for returns and, and you're speeding up the sides, all those things on this giant field that you're not used to, but what is it like to do returns in the CFL? Cause I can only imagine it's chaos. Um, I mean, it's kind of different. I mean, in the States it's, um, you don't have a halo. I mean, you, you're kind of more, you know, paranoid as a returner in the, in the States. Cause you kind of got to judge whether you can call a fair catch or not, but here you can kind of relax more, which it took me a little time to get used to. Cause I mean, you still got guys running hundred miles an hour at you, you know, from like 70 yards. But uh, the biggest thing was just, you know, trusting the, the the other 11 guys in front of me and trusting the special team coach, Coach Shep, with the, the scheme he has, set up, he has set up every week. And really after just fielding a punt or a kick, just doing what I do, you know, 24-7 and just trying to make sure that, you know, I give you know, the offense the best opportunity to score. That's fantastic. Um, we always love when we have a, a player on um, sort of going back and, and learning about you and, and how you got into football. So, like, who introduced you to football and when did you start playing? Um, Actually, uh, the only thing I can really remember was I was a kid that I was kind of – I wasn't a really skinny kid like I am now. I was, I was kind of big. Uh, I loved to eat, so I was always in front of a TV eating something. But um, I remember – as far back as probably just watching the game probably on TV and just knowing that when I picked up a football, that was just kind of something that I wanted to do. And after that, I just kind of ran with it. You know, I just would spend a lot of time watching YouTube videos, uh, watching Barry Sanders. That's what a lot of people called me back in, when I was playing like City League football and stuff like that because my number was 20 and I was probably the smallest guy on the field like I am now. But, um, I mean, it, and then I just kind of just got used to it. I just, I'm a visual learner, so I just kind of took – you know, people's game and just try to add it to mine, little pieces here and there. So that's just, that's just what it was. Dang. To go from TV and then actually play, it's also a gift though, you realize. <laughs> because I yeah. can watch all the football I wanted, but I could not produce the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took, it, took, it took a whole lot of faith leading up to this point and just, you know, trusting what God had planned for, for me and, you know, just – you know, just to continue to work hard, you know, regardless of what the outcome was. And this is something I wanted to do. So I, you know, put my mind to it and was dedicated. And I mean, it makes me happy. So I have fun doing it. 100%. So you played at West Alabama. Did you know anything about the CFL before you came up here? Um, Actually, yes. Because Dion Lacey, who's on the team, um, he, he played at West Alabama. Um, We had a couple guys, you know, before me, before I, you know, obviously got here, um, they had, you know, got tryouts and all that type of stuff with the CFL. So I was familiar with it. I just didn't really know the game. But, you know, once kind of I got closer and figuring out that I was coming, I had to kind of open up the rule book and get to Googling a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's probably a few Google searches going on before guys come up this yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's a little we- different. Yeah, I think we had a few Tigers as well. Otha Foster was obviously a little before your time, yep. but he was here as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, man, that, that that's amazing. Well, now, we we know, we, we know personally, um, your mom is a huge supporter of yours. And um, mm-hmm. she actually uh, uh, sent me a, a video from when you played uh, when you were a little kid wearing number two. <laughs> 
Um, I tried to set it up so that we could put it as part of the stream, but I'll have to put it up later. But it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty amazing. You were killing it back then too. But um, I, I know now, you know, she plays a role not only, of course, as your mom, but she was your manager as well. So yes, uh, yes, what's about yes. your relationship with your mom and, and kind of how that ended up getting you in the CFL? Um, obviously, I'm a mama's boy, you know, it's just one of those things, I guess, with, with guys. But, um, you know, we just, she was, I think it kind of started when she told me um, she was doing real estate when I was young. You know, she there's something she wanted to do. She she loved doing it. The house we live in, you know, she had it built. You know, that's that's our house. We, you know, we love it. Um, but I started playing sports and, you know, real estate kind of took her away from kind of watching me play sports. So, you know, she, she kind of gave that up, which I hate she had to, but, you know, parents make sacrifices for the kids. And, you know, that's, my mom wants to be there to see me play, whatever it is. She's had knee surgery. She's been on walkers, walking to games. She's, I mean, that, she's drove eight, seven, seven or eight hours to South Carolina when I was in college to watch me play. She might not fly, but she will drive for sure. But, um, no, she's just, she's just been there. You know, she, she's the one that, you know, when I needed a, a shoulder to lead on or, you know, just needed a little extra push or, you know, just help me keep my face stronger or just anything, you know, she was, she was my backbone sometimes. And, you know, we, we kind of feed off each other, you know, when she needs me, I help her when, when I need her, she helps me. So it's just, it's just how it is. And it just flows that way. And that's just how that's, that's my, that's my girl right there. Oh man, oh. that's awesome. And she's, she's reached out to us and, and had some great conversations on, on Twitter. And, and she's uh, very obviously your biggest fan other than maybe us. And uh, it was, it's amazing. Um, uh, we, yeah, we love having those interactions. We'll, what, one day we'll, we're going to do an all moms episode and we'll get to uh, you, oh, you absolutely. and at the same time. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That'd, be, that'd probably be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, looking at the CFL game, I mean, it's one of those things that looks like something you recognize, and then the more you get into it, the more you see all those differences. So for you, what's been the biggest adjustment to playing in the Canadian Football League? Um, I think the biggest thing is just really being very, very smart with my decision-making when it comes to the return game because – you got. I have to realize that the field is a lot longer. You know, it's not a hundred yards. I mean, so you don't want to put the offense in a situation where they have to drive more than the, more than an American football field in my in my eyes. So that's 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 a lot of thing. That's a lot of things that Coach Jones and uh, a lot of the other staff they tell us about the analytics of the game. So you know, all that matters. <laughs> so you know, it, it all boils down to having your heels at this this yard line or whatever it is with a special team coach. But I mean, I just, I just try to relax. Cause I mean, this is my first professional gig anywhere. Um, I try to just let the game come to me and just, just try to just not, you know, make a bad play worse. That's a, that's, a, that's the best way I could put it. That's fantastic. Absolutely. I think we could all agree we're just happy to get over the 40-yard line consistently. <laughs> that's true. I had no yeah. idea about it. Thanks. I had no idea about it. <laughs> Maybe that's for the best. No pressure. <laughs> I just uh, so you've been in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, more wins. We like Yeah, yeah. Agree. We just got to get Come the small on. steps. We, we take the W's mm-hmm. where we can find them at this point, right? So and that's one. 
They're all coming. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but you've been in Edmonton for a little while now. What's your experience been like within the city as far as like the community, culture, food, all that stuff? Um, the food's actually pretty good. You know, I found a few spots that I've uh, I've kind of grown grown fond to. Uh, Brewsters. I went to Brewsters and we've ate there a couple of weeks. Um, what else? Let's see. Let's see. Mm. I can't even. I can't even really tell you. But I know Brewsters is like a weekly thing, a superstition thing that me and uh, Jalen and Dylan do for sure. We we do that. Um, if I could remember, I would tell you. But I mean, the food's good. Um, it's peaceful. You know, it's good. Like especially when you got to practice, you can like go sit outside and it's like everything is everything's peaceful. You can clear your head. You can breathe. You can relax. Um, the weather's actually been pretty nice. I've been hearing stories about the weather, which I'm from down south, so <laughs> I still have yet to see some some bad weather. But um, other than that, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm con- I'm content in my situation, even though you know everything might not be going as well with the the record or whatnot. But we're we're trying to make strides and we're we're pushing to make differences in every category. So mm-hmm. that's the main focus. Uh, that's a good focus. That's a yeah. good focus. Um, I should mention to people, please put your questions in the chat below for when we get to the fan questions. Uh, I, although I did see one in particular that I feel yep. I need to ask you right now. <laughs> um, uh, somebody named Melissa said, ask him about what the rule is when I die. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you know who that is that asked that question. <laughs> She's gotta be like on a, a thirty-minute hold um, on the chat when I'm on here. So, so she she cannot be. <laughs> but uh, she was I forgot what she said. What she said she died. She was like buried me. I think with a TV in there so she could still try to watch my games or something. I don't know. It was. I was like, you got it. Is it. Today is not the day. Like it was right after practice. I was like, I'm too tired for this. Right now. <laughs> Oh, that is so awesome. Um, now, okay, let's go back to playing here. Now, you you were here in training camp, and, and we talked about this a little bit before the show, how um, I think it was day two or three of training camp. Um, we were sitting down near the front rail, and, and you just came over and said, hi, I'm Christian Salisbury, and sat down and chatted with us. And, and my son just loved every minute of that. Um, and so, so tell us a little, because you, then you were cut and then you came back in August. And so wh- what's it been like playing in the Chris Jones system uh, and, and for the Elks? Um, I mean, I've heard the rumors about the revolving door system he has, you know, you know, they try to bring guys in and, well, they bring guys in and try to see which, where, what pieces fit where. And, you know, I just knew at the, when I got cut, I knew I did everything I, I could on that field and basically put my resume out there for them to see that I can return kicks, I can be a running back, I can be this, I can be that. You know, I'm a guy that's willing to do whatever you need to help rebuild this organization. I just want to play football, you know, like, and that's all I, when I left, I told my mother when I got home, I was just like, I'm not mad, I'm not upset. You know, I had fun. I did everything I possibly could. Um, You know, I know God's got a plan for me, so just, my mom was just take care of my body when I got home, keep my head up, you know, work, go make some money, spend time with family, and just enjoy, you know, just making steps. I mean, COVID wasn't that far behind it. 
Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and we're glad that he made the call to bring you back. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. That's, I'm grateful he did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. I don't know if any people have mentioned it before, but this is a team that uh, hasn't seen a strong return game in years. Uh, we haven't had a return touchdown since 2015. Uh, it's been a while. So I know that a lot of people are focused more on just these positive yards, but what would it feel like for you to to get a return touchdown in front of these fans? Um, most importantly, I feel like it would... Um... It would mean a lot more to the fans, but not only the fans, the the coaching staff, you know, the special teams guys, you know, all the all eleven guys out there blogging for me, like the effort and the the work and the extra time we spent, like just looking at film and breaking stuff down, and you know, guys getting one on one time with Chip, you know, learn uh, taking taking home film just to study on their own, you know, you know, it, it's there's like I said, there's strides being made that people don't see. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're we're working hard. Like, I just try to make – they compensate for me and I compensate for them. So, I was just like, guys, just get in the way. We're going to try to make it right at the end of the day. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to jump in for one second, Kayla, and then we'll come back. I just I was going to say we saw a big return this last game, and uh, then you got, like, shoved out on the sideline. But, you, I mean, you jumped right up, but you were – cheering with the fans and and we're loving every minute of as you i love when you came out on the track and you had the guys you know the the fans being able to react with you but like how do you how do you deal with getting like getting hit like that on the sidelines and then just I'm, bouncing back to go back again like it's crazy i mean i'm, I'm kind of used to it i mean i mean it happens you know you always have those guys that, that don't stop so you got to kind of be prepared for it Really, I was more concerned about uh, Alicia, our manager, because I she was trying to get out of the way. Yeah. And when he pushed me, I, I didn't know I was going that fast when I looked back at the film. But I hit her leg, and she felt kind of awkward. So my main concern was trying to make sure she was okay, because my face mask hit her. And um, she, when I got up, she looked me in my face. She told me she was okay. And after that, you know, I just, you know, I knew we had a little momentum. You know, it was 16-15. Um, you know, we're trying to close the game out. You know, I need – I'm just trying to get every fan up there, a possible standing up on their feet to make it difficult for Toronto in that situation. Outstanding. Well, she's an offensive lineman, right? So she's all right. You go ahead. No, I like that because I saw that and I was like, yes, I love when players interact after like something big happens. It just like brings out that, that rawness inside of fans. Um, but who? Well, you mentioned that you went to Brewsters with Jalen and Dylan. Um, so I'm assuming you connected with them. Are, is there anyone else on the team that you've connected with um, um, more on a personal level? Um, Kevin, you know he's my he's my roommate. Every time we're on the road since we've been here, um, who else? I see mostly all the receivers. Like cause I'm I'm in and out of the receiver room. I'm running back, and so I'm everywhere. So I mean, there's there's a bunch of guys I can tell you that. I've interacted with. Plus, I, I was here with some guys that are still here from camp. So, I mean, it is, it's a bunch of them. But, you know, we're that's that's the biggest thing about a team anyway, chemistry. So, it's just you can't be scared to, to interact with some of your teammates and branch out and learn something about them. Because, I mean, that's when, when you're on the field, that's when you really know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. And that's funny because our our last guest was Kevin. So hey, we're we're keeping the keeping roommates together. That works out pretty well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to some uh, fan questions. Mike, uh, do you want to go through and, and find some yeah. uh, questions for us there? Absolutely. So uh, obviously, besides uh, Melissa's question, uh, we had uh, Tim Kaffers asking uh, if you had anything to say about your FCF experience. Oh, okay. Um, so FCF <laughs> was a thing that um, when COVID happened in 2020, I didn't have any opportunity with a pro day or workout with teams or anything. Like everything was just completely out the window for football right now at this time. Um, and uh, I think COVID was kind of on and off with the restrictions or whatnot. But uh, they built a system where FCL built a system where we would be stuck in a hotel, but we'd be in a bubble. We would get tested for COVID every morning, yada, yada, yada. But um, – FCF experience was a, a good experience for me mentally because at this point, I thought it was just a done deal because, I mean, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the tallest, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, and the biggest thing with the football thing is getting in front of people and letting people see for themselves because, I mean, a video on a phone or email or whatever can only go so far because those guys want to be able to see you in person. So, um, you know, FCF taught me some things about – Twitch, you know, learning how to make revenue off video gaming and other things. Um, there's guys on that were in the league uh, that had businesses on their, of their own that they uh, marketed through the streams when we have games or practices, maybe. Um, I think it was more of just a big family thing. Like, everybody was kind of going through something at the time because COVID happened. Everybody was trying to get to where they wanted to be with the football situation. And uh, I met a lot of guys. Uh, one of them that I'm really close to is Kavante Turpin. You know, he's he's a guy that played there. He's with the Dallas Cowboys doing his thing. Um, there's a couple other guys like DeAndre Francois, Quentin Flowers, uh, Darius Galloway, um, Yedadai Lewis. There's a bunch of guys, you know, that were some really good guys in college. And, you know, that was probably going to be lifelong friendships, you know, from here on out. And uh, that's one that's one part of the journey that I'm, I'm actually kind of grateful for that, Help me build a stepping stone to get here. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Can you tell me what is it like though when you don't like the fan calls the play and then you have to do like what, what is that like? All right, so I I was an outside receiver. Like, I got franchise tag with the uh, with the beast uh, Marshawn Lynch and uh, Renee Montgomery at the time they were owning the team and I think there was one more person I forgot the name, but. Um, it's different. I mean, we have – I have a mic. Everybody on the field basically has a mic and a helmet. So we can hear every play that they're calling. We go through the whole playbook throughout the week, so we know exactly what play they're calling when they say it. And I'm playing outside receiver. And at one point, I think like the whole – like maybe 10 minutes of the game, I think I ran either a post, uh, like four goal routes in a row. You maybe run a – maybe one hitch, and you're probably run by seven more go routes. It's, di- it's difficult because, I mean, you know where you can hit the defenses at, but it's like it's just up in the air with the play calling because you don't – that's not an offensive coordinator calling it. That's not, you know, somebody that you work with every week calling it. That's somebody that's at home calling it. So it's like somebody's got to make a play. At the end of the day, somebody's got to make a play. Yeah, that uh, that'd be – 
man, that'd be tough. I, I just on the fly, like I, anyway. Yeah, that, it is definitely on the fly. It's just like it, it's, it's a little frustrating sometimes, but you got you got to realize just to have fun because at the end of the day, with the things they're doing, like with um, especially, I mean, we were in COVID, but now they got fans that can come to the game, like players interact with the fans. Like it, it's actually pretty cool. It's like a video game thing. They have drones flying around. They got helmet cams. I guess oh. they give you different angles of the game, so it's, it's kind of cool. You can own a team too, actually. So that's it's, it's oh, a little that's different. That's nuts. Yeah, it's it's kind of different. It's fun. It's like a video game on your phone. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's awesome. All right, Chris Agar is asking. Um, so, Christian, is there another sport you would have been playing if not for football? Baseball, for sure. Nice. What position? Ooh. Center field. Oh. Got an arm. Makes sense with the speed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I played when I played uh, competitive baseball. So that's exactly what I've been playing. Anywhere in the outfield, but my, that my, mostly my main position was center field. Okay. Very awesome. Uh, Ken Ludwig is asking, uh, does it feel different now versus when you were here in camp? Yes, because I know how to take care of my body more. I know what to put into my body. Um, basically, I've, this whole process, I've learned how to be a professional athlete, you know, instead of a college athlete or a high school athlete. Like, I learned how to be a professional athlete these last seven games. Um, I've learned that after the first time in camp, the speed of the game, I kind of I got a second go around, so I was kind of ready for it. I knew what was up with it, so – and really, just, you know, I don't even know. I was just ready to get back to playing. Like, I was excited. I got my little I got my little taste of a, a little, uh, couple kick returns and running back touches. I was just like, yeah, I got to get – that's my sign. I got to keep going. I got to go back. Do my slayer. I got the call. I was like, I'm not coming home this time. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Definitely kick that door down. I'm not going sure. home. I'm not going this home time. I'm not going this home. <laughs> um. So, uh, Chris Hargar is asking. So, uh, Chris, one of the uh, the people in the chat, um, probably famously has quite long hair, and he has pledged that uh, if you do get a touchdown on a return, he's cutting it all off and uh, donating yeah. it to Locks of Love or something like that. So, uh, for charity. So that's great. So he wanted to know: Do you have a touchdown celebration if and when you get one of those? Oh my. Um... <laughs> With how this process has been, I'm just to say it's been on the fly, so my my touchdown dance might be on the fly. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, as you can see, I'm a very NJ person. There's no telling at the, at the mo- at that moment what how I'm feeling or what whatever happens. But <laughs> it might be a little energy. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, just know that the second you cross that line, someone's going to be getting their haircut snip snip. So maybe that'll work in there. Uh, <laughs> it's for a good cause, so I'm, I'm working my butt off. I'm working my butt off to try to get you guys in return. Like I, I, I want to get you guys a return, and plus I want to get back in the end zone and see what that feels like too. So it's sure. going to make ends meet. It's going to feel good. So <laughs> that's, that's awesome. awesome. All right, so one more here. Um, so this most recent game uh, against the Argos, um, one of their players, who's now I think the uh, general manager, president. Um, Michael Pinball Clemens was there. Uh, Pinball in his time was one of the great returners in the CFL, uh, as well as a legend in this city, a guy named Henry Gizmo Williams. Uh, have you had a chance to meet either of those gentlemen? Uh, I met uh, Gizmo at the annual dinner. Um, 
One thing I didn't know that he was almost about the same size as me. I thought he was kind of yeah. bigger than that when I was watching him. But he was he was the guy that was just giving me tips. He was just, you know, just letting me know all his wisdom, his advice. You know, he's a guy that he loves. He could tell he's passionate about football because he loves to talk about it. And you know, I'm the I'm the same way about it. So I was just embracing. You know, first of all, there's a there's a legend in front of me. You know, I'm just like I said. I mean, meeting your son. You know, he felt good about it. I I just felt the same way meeting Gizmo. So I mean, my first time talking to somebody that really knows the return game and has really done it and giving you tips and letting you know like you could really be something at this return man spot. So you know, I was just embracing everything about it. You know, he's a he's a very cool guy, and uh, I I I enjoyed every bit of it. He's had more uh, return touchdowns called back than anyone's ever had. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. He had he had gears that we had never we have not seen. Like it was yeah, it was great. But that's cool that he was giving you tips. Like that's <laughs> that's awesome. Like it's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good dude. Yeah. All, All right, right, that's it for the questions right now. Okay, fantastic. Um, although I did, there was one comment that I, I think we need to put in here from uh, Cosmic Rhubarb, where she said, "Christian Sauls is my new favorite kind of berry." So glad he's on the team. <laughs> I thought that was outstanding. I love it. <laughs> I see a T-shirt in the making. Yeah, yeah my favorite. Oh, kind wow. of berry. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, all right, let's get some rapid fire questions here, and then we'll uh, we'll let you get some sleep. Um, what's uh, what's your favorite meal, Christian? Oh man, we're gonna have to go with um, sushi. Oh, nice! Oh, that's a first for sure. Um, do you have any pre-game rituals? Um, I most definitely pray. Um, you gotta you gotta get the shower in the morning to wake you up. Um. I'm very OCD, so I like to clean up after myself, make sure everything's in place, so when I get back, I don't have to touch a single thing. Uh, what else? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, we gotta always, we gotta always take mama. She's always telling me to protect my body, you know, and she's giving me some type of Ray Lewis speech. She always thinks she's she knows how to play the game or something, but shit, I always, I always have to get that for the game. We may Facetime and call each other. Uh, other than that, it's more just relaxing, you know, just embracing the moment, enjoying where I'm at, enjoying playing in front of thousands of fans, you know, coming from a D2 school. So just just enjoying the moment, really. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, favorite movie or movies? I know it's hard to pick just one. We're going to have to go with – Favorite movie, All About the Benjamins. Classic. Wow. I I didn't. I didn't that's a, that one came out of there. I was like, really? Oh, I, I didn't expect that one. All right. Uh, you can travel anywhere. Money is no issue. Where would it be? We're going to have to go to Bora Bora. Ooh, nice. Excellent. Practice that French. Um so what <laughs> what are you listening are. to for music right now? Um Well, I'm gonna be honest. Uh I'm from I'm around the Memphis area, so you know I'm around there pretty much so pretty much a lot of Memphis rappers. Um mainstream. Uh I listen to a lot of Lil Baby, uh 
Listen to R&B. Definitely listen to some R&B here and there. Um, I might throw some gospel on here and there for sure. Um, I have meditation music, actually. You know, like um, just something, just when I close my eyes or on a plane ride, I can just take some deep breaths and relax. Um, other than that, I'm just vibing, you know. Nice. You know, just, just being just being me, not making the situation bigger than what it is. Football still football, being a regular person, you know, just playing football. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you should throw in some I Maverick mean, City in there. Since have you heard of Maverick City? Oh, no, yeah. I haven't. I'm I'm trying to learn everything I can no? about Edmonton. I, I plan on being here for a while. So, you know, I'm just I'm just oh, no, the, the, the the band. The band Maverick City. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll learn everything I need to know. I mean, so I'm open to anything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so your favorite guilty pleasure snack? Oh, it's got to be either peanut or peanut butter M&M's. Oh, all right, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the? I think we already answered this, but who was the player you looked up to while you were growing up? Um, this is a tough one because I watched a lot, a lot of players, a lot of football <laughs> too. Um, if I, if I had to be honest with you, uh, it would definitely have to be Barry Sanders for sure. He, I watched him mm-hmm. quite a bit. I kind of, you know, modeled my game a little bit after him. Uh, other than that, I was watching more like Tavon Austin, more the more the shitty guys present day. Other than, I was just I was just studying game, trying to add everything I could to be different because I knew I wasn't I knew it wasn't tall, knew it wasn't the biggest, so you got to stand out in this game to catch coaches' eyes. So <laughs> fantastic. That's you, Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so much for rapid. I'm just getting to the question. Uh, so, if you're not if you're not on the field play or in the you know practice room for football, what do you do when you're not playing football? Video games, um, Netflix, Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, I mean, I'm really just, I'm, I'm, I'm a laid back guy. I'm, I'm a homebody. I like to chill. So when I get free time, I like to. Had time to myself, and that's what I like to do. I like to play video games, do something different, like you said, to keep my mind off football. So while staying off my feet, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put the feet up. Yeah, that's yeah. important. Yeah. I think we also already answered this, but we'll ask it anyway. Favorite sport that's not football? Uh, baseball. Okay. Yeah. Who's your team in baseball? Uh, Boston Red Sox. Oh, well, that's, uh, right. Well, we still like you. It's fine. It's okay. Um, so, uh, so before we let you go, uh, what do you want to say to all the Elks heard, all the fans that are, are watching as, as we get into the game this week? Um, just be ready to cheer, have fun. Um, we're going to do everything we can to get a W for sure. You know, we're going to work our butt off. You know, we're not looking at this is the last game. We're not looking at this. When This is the next game in front of us. We're still trying to 
make strides to get to where we need to be. We're treating this one like a playoff game. So, Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, Christian, you've been an amazing guest and thank you so much for joining us and having some laughs with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, and you know, like I said, we'll, we'll keep chatting with your biggest fan. She'll hang around. Um, but uh, oh, yeah, I know she's just amazing. Um, what? Uh, where does everybody find you if they uh, they want to catch up with you online and and kind of see what you're doing and and follow you along for after football games? Um, my Instagram is my name is Christian underscore Salisbury uh, with the number two. Uh, my Twitter is uh, Salisbury Era. Uh, capital S, capital E, and yeah, those are two the two main uh, social medias that I get on, and you know I try to post as much as I can while I'm being busy during the week preparing for a game. So, yeah, that's it's it's fantastic, um, and uh, and I am so glad that we are witnessing the Salisbury area era. I hope it uh, continues here in Edmonton for many years. So uh, thank you again for, uh, for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we will be right back after this. And we are back. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Oh my hey, goodness. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> he's a fun dude. Yeah. So, uh, and it's nice when, you know, we get that interaction and, like, you know, we had, you know, Kevin last time and that was, that was a bunch of fun and Christian's a bunch of, like, it's nice to get these guys that are now kind 100%. of same, you know, they're like, Hey, we want to chat and tell us the actual stories. And, and that's amazing. And for a little while, when we had all four of us, I was Max Hedrum. So that was amazing. Like we were really adding to your viewing pleasure as you watch the turf district you're welcome those visual effects that's right exactly now we do have a game that we need to talk about kind of we do that's okay. i did tell christian that we let him go before we talked about it because it wasn't fair <laughs> here well, for that I, i'm betting he's going to be talking a lot about the game all week so yeah, yeah. that's true that's true um, go to the next one there you go. Elks uh, came so close. So close. 28-23, uh, the Argos at the whistle, and the home losing streak continues. Unfortunately, we have uh, continued to uh, get that record up there, uh, up to 16 now. Uh, now, the good part of the game was the tailgate was friggin' amazing. <laughs> it was. Good. Um, I finally got to meet Adam and Will face to face. Um, Argo Diva coming by. Uh, we had so much of our regular Elks crew too, with Linda and Dave and Coach and Celeste. Chris and yeah. Celeste and uh, Kobe near the end there. And I mean, it. Yeah, it was such a good time. I, I really, really had a lot of fun. So, uh, and, and you know. Uh, Liz is there bringing people. Kayla, you're bringing people. Like it's 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 Laura cool. from Hamilton. We had BC Lions fans there. Like yeah. fans from all the teams. And you're and you're I sorry, your friend, I don't remember her name, but she had a good time, right? Unbelievable. Yes, she did. Sorry. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I met a few people that day. And I had at least two beers. <laughs> I don't Whoa. Know Went right oh, yeah. to your head. Well, you never know. It's been a long time. Yeah. Should have been here yesterday when he had two wines. That was Ooh, fun. No, we shouldn't have. Ew. Yeah. 
couldn't keep up with anything. Yeah. I'll have um, to ask Nicole for the rundown, the real yeah, rundown. Uh, yes, it's interesting. All right. Uh, well, let's. All right, let's get into this one. We did. There was some goods in this game. Oh, so yeah. let's start with you. Where's where's some goods in this game? Um, I thought Darrell Walker actually had a really solid game. Um, he's really starting to look like Darrell Walker, our D walk. Um, I so that to me, and uh, it's just like the obvious ones. Of course, you guys are probably going to mention um, that stood out. But also, I was really impressed with Sergio. We know what he can do, but consistency, and at least we're getting some field goals. Woohoo! Some points on the board. Um, but yeah, the, the thing that I really, really love seeing was just the reappearance of Darrell. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'm so thankful. And I, I, I knew why Chris Jones would want to keep him on. We all love Darrell Walker, but just after last season. So to see that little redemption coming through and like his old self really warms my heart. It makes me a little emotional. So I think beyond what we're already going to talk about, that was my biggest Woo-hoo. That's a great one. That's a great. Woo-hoo. I mean, caught all seven passes thrown his way in. Just gonna say, not a drop. Reliable so, hands. It was so nice to see. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll take it absolutely. Stupor fan. Yeah, I'm just gonna sort of piggyback a little off that. It's just in Darrell's uh, last five games, he's had three games over 100 yards or 100 Amazing. yards more, uh, which is just been fantastic, especially since they moved him from that wideout spot to the slot position. It seems like he's really had that rebirth and, and he's showing why everyone loves Darrell Walker, which has been exactly. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, normally I like to go away from the obvious, but today I just have to, I know. Uh, Kevin <laughs> Brown, you. I mean, every week we talk about Kevin Brown and every week he deserves to be talked about. It was just yeah. another phenomenal game. 6.4 yard average. Um, on 19 carries. Finally got so close to the 20 carry mark. Um, At one point, we had more rushing yards. Most of the game, we had more rushing yards than passing yards. Absolutely phenomenal. I think we ended up with uh, two or three yards short of of our passing yardage um, in the rushing game, um, which was just fantastic. I mean, what more can you say about him than we've already said week after week after week? It just seems like he never goes down on a first contact. He is grabbing that ball. He's turning those legs or he's bouncing off and finding another spot. And, and it seems like, you know, you're looking in the pile and it's like, Oh, he got three. Oh, he's still on his feet. He's going, he's got nine yards. And, uh, you know, he just seems to always give you a chance. Um, And if you can make it um, that much of a threat, that uh, play action really gives uh, us a chance to get some of those deep balls down. And he was spicy. You see yeah. a little attitude on field that game? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was um, – there was at least three times in that game that I'm like, oh, he's dead. Oh, he's still running. Yeah. <laughs> and he just pop out of five guys, and all of a sudden there he is running again. I, I was I was really impressed for sure. Um, I think it's important that we mention, especially because he was our guest, the return yeah. game yeah. was great. Um, 100%. That return game with – that return with six minutes left in the game where he did get popped at the end, but yeah. man, man, 38 uh, yards. Everyone is standing. Like there's that excitement again that, 
oh, we might get it, right? Like, it's, uh, it's so, but so far better. Even if than- we don't get the return touchdown, the fact that we're getting such positive yardage exactly. puts the offense in such a great spot. So people really love to focus on the touchdowns like we talked about. Well, yeah. even uh, in the set. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, but it's it's the fact that he's getting those positive yards and not just – you know, we're taking the ball in our 10 or 15 or even, you know, inside the 20. But mm-hmm. we're sort of pulling it out, you know, sometimes it, towards the midfield, which is just yeah. huge for our offense because it's just a much shorter field to go. Well, and the other part of that, and we, we, we haven't been able to say this for a while, but the great big return and no penalty with it. Right. So we aren't starting back in the shadow of our goalposts like that. So, I mean, as I mean, Christian obviously – needs a big part of that but like he yep. said the other 11 guys are doing the job and not getting the penalty so to me that was that was really big yeah. um can and- i just add something before you go on before you move on so the section that i was sitting in never sat in before um but those are the two guys kevin brown and christian salisbury where the crowd around me were complimenting to no end this guy's a shining star this guy is such a bright light but uh, it was just like my self. I was just like, I know, right? Like, and should have said that to them, but they were strangers. But anyway, so it, it's those two guys that are just really making an impact on this entire team as a whole in the stands and on the field. And it's just like, it's so exciting to finally talk about something that's super positive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And they both, they both are very positive. Um, the only other thing I want to put in there for goods is um, our defense. I mean, they yeah. did hold to field goals for almost the entire night. And they did have, I mean, Makonza was all over the field, six tackles. Um, uh, and of course, you know, Serezna was doing Serezna things. Um, if that guy's not an all-star, I don't know what an all-star in the league is because he right. is mm-hmm. a massive. But um Unfortunately, that kind of leads to our the bad side. Well, so. Before we do anything, though, just one more good, if I can. Sure. Yes. yes. Good. Yes, please. Three penalties. Yeah. Are you serious? This game was three penalties. Yeah, and our, the Argos had seven. Yeah. And that's something else. Yeah. I knew there wasn't a lot, but wow. Color yeah. me there's, shocked. There was a couple of offsetting that they, they – so they right. didn't really right. count, but still, yeah, three that actually hurt us. That's right. And not, not huge ones either. So, right. Yeah. I mean, there were some declined, right. But uh, the ones that were accepted, there were three. Yeah. That's not bad at all. It's a lot better than 12 or whatever it was, has been before. Yeah, so exactly. Um, all right. Let's, let's dig into the bad side. Super fan. What do you got? Oh my goodness. Second half adjustments are just absolutely killing us. Um, I, is so disappointing. Uh, yeah. Well, there's that. Um, the fact that we have a, such a strong first half on, it seemed like all the phases of the game. Uh, and then in the second half, you know, we scored seven points and yeah. you just can't do that. Especially when, when you've got a lead 16 to six, they're going to be making adjustments and you've got to throw wrinkles in. You have to throw something in there so that they're not just going to key on, on what you did in the first half. And, and even though we tried some of it and, you know, I don't know why. Why does it happen? <laughs> Why? 
Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, um, it does kind of what it feels like in the stands. Uh, I'm going to blame Will Gertler from the uh, the Argos fan cast because aren't we all? he was he was sitting beside me, and then it was nearing the end. He's like, "Well, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go meet up with everybody." And as soon as he left, they Toronto started scoring. So maybe <gasps> well. the problem is I've got to leave my seats, and and maybe that's that's what it'll take. Right. So if that's right. what it takes on Friday, that's what I'll be doing in the You're five minutes left. Taking one for the team. We I appreciate. Know. I don't yeah. necessarily want to use the word hero, but I'll let history decide. Hey, I, I will absolutely <laughs> give it to you. So, That's you know. Uh, Caitlin, what do you got for tough parts of this game? I mean, yeah, just like everything else. Everything that wasn't good was bad. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, I mean, it's just the same regurgitated stuff. I, I, I don't understand how... You get a good return. You get good field at like I don't know. I just I'm I'm kind of at a loss again. I just don't understand why we cannot finish a game when we're already we're up and then it's like we fall asleep. I I, I not we. It's not me. I'm not asleep. <laughs> good cover. Yeah. <sighs> But I, I just, it's so irritating when you have this transition down the field and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden you hit like the 40 yard line and it all goes to crap. And like, we cannot get in the end zone, especially in the second half. Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Any, I just don't get it. It's like, I'm just regurgitating what I said the previous two weeks ago. I, I don't, yeah. I mean, it's just the same stuff that's not getting solved. And I mean, you're out of playoff contention, mix it up. Yeah, well, and, and I think like we've already said, like the you know the the second half adjustments or, or lack of seems to be part of the issue. But I, I mean, two interceptions in the fourth quarter. Um, we know that you know um, Corn Dog takes the big hit, and Trey Ford comes in off the bench, and it was an unfortunate pass that turns into another interception. And well, I mean, it's it's almost like you can't blame that pass because it was a deflected, right? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. No, it, why, but it was just, why didn't they run? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> well, we've talked about that how many times? Mm-hmm. Um, Every week. How about, uh, how about Willette getting right through everybody for the touchdown at the end? Like, come on, really? Like, just, we held it a field goal the rest of the game. And then, I mean, my fantasy was happy, but that was. <gasps> oh, yes. Actually, I have a really bad, bad. Well, not a really bad, bad, but a really irritating thing. I was going crazy. Manny was open completely in the end zone and they don't throw to him. Yeah. Oh, I was like, there's no, how do you, there's no one around. How do you freaking, oh my gosh. I was so upset. So that, yeah. that's my biggest bad. It's just like, I mean, you had at least a couple, a second to like, okay, that guy's tagged. Oh, there's man. Like, are you not, I don't understand how the quarterback and like how he runs through his, his plays and stuff. But I mean, if you see, don't, aren't you supposed to look in the, in the field and kind of make the, the call. If one breaks down, you make the other one kind of thing. Sometimes, but I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, corn dog's still working on is. And I, I get that, but I just, I've never seen such a wide open Manny before. And I'm like, are you kidding? This is in the what? end zone right there. Here's another right shirt. There. I've never seen a wide open Manny before. Um, no, I, I really do enjoy the uh, my favorite berry is. Oh yes, 
I do enjoy that one. That one has that one's got to be a shirt. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we should, we could probably start talking about this yep. game for the time being. So, Mike, I'll let you get ready for uh, Horde Intel. And while you do that, we will do this. This episode is also brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Life as a business owner can be hectic, to say the least. Alberta Blue Cross understands that. They offer flexible health, dental, life, and disability coverage for your employees. Even better, you can let your staff enroll and manage their coverage at any time and on any device. That makes your life easier for them and for you. You've got this when it comes down to group coverage for your small business, and Alberta Blue Cross has your back. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. That's ab.bluecross.ca. Back to the show. Horde and tell time. Uh, this is going to be a short one, but I thought it'd be kind of cool. Um, who here loves poutine? Oh, huh? doesn't. Oh, wait. Exactly. No. It's, poutine. it's poutine. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We don't want to get... You know, but we're in an Alberta podcast, so... Um, yeah. So I thought, you know what would be great to get for Putin, huh? How about something like this, huh? Ooh, fancy. That's all wow. I need to do is just make this. You get the lid off there. There's your Putin in there. So you can buy, I've shown before, the snack helmets you can get. Um, I just put this together this afternoon, actually. Really? Um, yeah, pretty <laughs> simple little item. All you have to do is just get your snack helmet. Uh, usually they're used about 35 bucks. Um, you can usually pick up the helmet logos all over the place, eBay or Facebook Marketplace. Take the old ones off, slap the new ones on. You got a brand new helmet, and it's uh, good for your snacks. You can put your chips in there, your dips in there. There you go. I need one of those. I yeah, need... see, not yeah. too hard to put together. We can show you. It takes took me about five minutes. Snack helmet. Yeah, I'm... there we go. With the right logos and everything. I know, manja manja. My. Oh my goodness! What what have we just become an, an Italian ad? What's going on? Exactly. Hey, bada boom, bada bing. That's very well done. Yeah. Okay. okay let's set up this week's oh, episode. Oh this week's I want to call it episode, but we're going to talk about it as a game. Sure. Twenty. Uh, the Elks' final game of the year. BC in town. They are in town with a chance to lock down that West semifinal home game. Um, they're coming off a big win over Winnipeg. Uh, they beat us, and pretty much that guarantees them the home game, does it not? Because I'm pretty sure they own the season series against Calgary. So that sounds sure that right. Um, they did change the start time a little bit to 7.45 from 7.30. Um, I'm assuming that's because there's an early game and they want to make sure that they get both in. So uh, so the tailgate will still open right around 5-ish. Yeah. And on the menu this week, super fan, we have... Chili in a bread bowl. Yeah. Oh, and then I ate the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect fall. Oh, yeah. It's going to be cool. So, you know, get some nice warm chili in you. There'll be two kinds. One's going to be a little uh, spicier, a little zestier, and one's going to be a little uh, safer for those of us that perhaps, uh, you know, have... Want to watch the game, not from the washroom? Yeah, yeah something oh. like that. Perfect, yeah. Um, and I see Chris Hagar is mentioning it right before I could. It's also uh, Military Appreciation Night, so they'll it is. be over. And it's going to be flyover, so that's going to be cool. Coming, they're just going to be like, boom. Over yeah. 
be so much fun. Um, it's going to be amazing. Um, so that part is very exciting. And we have a, uh, a brand new generator. So we'll be able to run two crockpots with lots of noise and it's going to be amazing so uh come on down to the tailgate uh as it turns out i have heard there are some bc lions fans coming in as well i've for heard the that so this will be very exciting uh we're ex- always excited to have more people at the tailgate now one thing we won't see on friday is corn dog because he no. is uh, in the hospital with a spleen injury um cool. which is uh, obviously happened at the last game which is Oh, not Owie. so great. Um, that's you know, it's really not good. Um, although I do appreciate Cliffy D's comments as per usual, where he says, when do y'all build the statue of corndog spleen as a symbol of intestinal fortitude for future Elks fans to be inspired by, which I feel that is uh, probably not, not a bad thing. The, the guy's tough. There's no doubt about it. He took that big pop at the end of that run and obviously something didn't, go so great so now we'll see trey ford this week starting <laughs> i'm so glad this is a video podcast thank you kayla um if you're listening on the audio go back and watch the youtube feed because kayla makes the perfect face for that um now the, my question is uh we know we're seeing trey ford will we also see nathan work very good go. question two canadian kids again early could you imagine Two, com- two Canadian kids going against each other? Ooh. Again, yeah. yeah but I'm a bit of a loyalist, too. I want to see Vernon Adams. Yeah, <laughs> so he'll be, he'll be on the sidelines. So you, oh, my gosh. Trey Ford and Vernon Adams on the same field. Like, I'm I'm not even going to care anymore. I'm just going to be like, I'm just so giddy right now. <laughs> I could, Kayla's like, can I please go on the field? Can I please go on the field? Please go on the field. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awesome. Um, all right. Let's get into some keys to the game for this. Uh, we're going to talk on the elk side because we don't care about PC. Uh, let's <laughs> let's start with you, Commissioner. What do we got to do for this game? Uh, well, play the entire game. You know what? Uh, right. <laughs> wow. Bananas. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, it, it's. <laughs> well done, super fan. It's very hard to see who, depending on who plays quarterback for for BC too. Um, but for us, I mean, I'm I'm super excited to see Trey Ford, obviously. So I'm really hoping that he can gun some, you know, okay, deep balls. Ha ha ha! Get over it. Uh, and actually, you know, yeah, yeah, get some touchdowns. But I again, like we've talked about this all the time, it's just. Make those adjustments and play the second half, please. Like, I was quite not impressed, but I was like, okay, the first quarter or first half of this game was good. What happened to the second one? So just don't do that repeat. And I mean, we're, we're out. So just give it some, some flash, some zip, some, something different. Run your ball. You know, like, anyway, sorry, I'm not going to get heated again. Good. That was I'm great. I love again. it. I love it. But I, I, yeah, I think it's just time mix it up and use Trey Ford. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, use, I'm, use abilities, right? D- uh, use his abilities. Like he, he can come that thing and he can snipe it. So, I mean, you've got some good catchers, some good receivers. Now we've seen sure hands from Darrell Walker. Dylan Mitchell's got a shining star. Kevin Brown run the ball. Like, there's so many things that you can do. So do them. Sorry. <laughs> 
that's a lot of keys. Uh, yeah, and, and defense just needs to just like keep up their consistency. That line is is looking really great and spectacular. And I mean, if they can again keep the quarterback off, get to the pocket, and you know have a few sacks, I mean, simple simple football strategy here, folks. It's not rocket science. I'm okay with that. Super fan, what do you got? Um, I think at this point, um, BC has got a lot to play for. Um, but we have a bit of an advantage in that uh, they're probably been preparing uh, at least in advance for Taylor Cornelius. Now he's not playing. Now we have something mm-hmm. different going on. So I think we need to work for Trey Ford's strengths. Um, and he's a very athletic quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's played all kinds of positions, not just quarterback, uh, whereas running back receiver. Um, so sort of use that to our advantage and try to think, trick things out um, as well. Just let's have some good second half uh, football mm-hmm. from the team. The third quarter has been pretty tough for us. Um, and let's be honest, the fourth quarter wasn't very great for us either. Uh, last, uh, last game. So uh, if we can play 60 minutes of football, there's no reason why we can't come up with a win on this one. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and we we know, especially because we, if you watch the Winnipeg BC game, the BC special teams there there's holes in that return game. Janarian Grant and between Janarian Grant and uh, um, Terry Williams, that was a massive return game between the two of them. So our cover guys have got to make sure that Terry Williams doesn't get the yards. But there is a there is space for Christian to get through. So I, I think, you know, starting position is going to be huge uh, for us in this game. Um, and that O-line, we, especially because, uh, you know, Trey Ford's in there. Yes, he's mobile. He's also coming off of, you know, his. this is going to be his first start after being injured. Give him a little time to read the yeah. field, um, and if they're going to be running, like they were, hold, they were opening up some holes for Kevin Brown. So I think O line is going to be massive in this game. So uh, those, those are my. I'm just going to go with two keys, if that's okay with you, kid. Nice <laughs> <laughs> <I> blink. <laughs> Cliffy Always. said four keys at a piano, which is outstanding. Made me laugh. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Let's do some pickums because uh, oh, there's boy. fun games this week. <laughs> I can tell you're excited about it, Commissioner. Uh, first, we have Ottawa into the Hammer to face Hamilton in the first of their back-to-backs. Then we've got Toronto taking on Montreal in Montreal for their first of their back-to-backs. And we've got Calgary traveling to the rectangle to play Saskatchewan in the first of their back-to-backs to end the season. So uh, interesting pickems as we go for this week. Uh, who you got in the game's super fan? Uh, this is an interesting one. Um, uh, even though we have the same record as Ottawa, Ottawa still is not eliminated from the playoffs. Correct. If they win both their games versus Hamilton and Calgary beats Saskatchewan, Ottawa is in third place and they make the playoffs as the third seed, uh, which is absolutely crazy to me. Um, Hamilton needs one win in the next uh, two games to uh, knock Ottawa out. And their magic number with Saskatchewan is two. So one Hamilton win and one Saskatchewan loss or two wins by Hamilton, two loss by Saskatchewan and Hamilton's in the playoffs. So it's great because both teams have a lot to play for. 
in this first game. Uh, that being said, it's in Hamilton. I think Ottawa has played a lot better, but Hamilton is sort of finding that new gear moving to the playoffs, and they're going to be the hot team, I think, going into the playoffs. So I think I'm going to take the Ticats. Uh, Toronto at Montreal. This one's going to be a little tougher as well. Um, I didn't see a lot of great stuff out of Toronto, and they are really susceptible to the run, having a William Standback back. Um, uh, you know, uh, plus... What? Yeah, plus Walter Fletcher um, is is just a one-two punch that I think can really do a lot of damage to the Argos. So I'm going to take the uh, Alouettes in that one. And Calgary at Saskatchewan, um, I'm voting for the sun to explode. Um, so <laughs> um, I, I, I really can't pick either team because it's Calgary and Saskatchewan. But let's just say I expect Saskatchewan to lose. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'll give you another moment, Commissioner, and I will say that I agree with all of your picks. <laughs> I was going the same way. Uh, Hamilton, Montreal, and the team that's not in the rectangle. Those right. are the ones that, because I don't pick that team in the rectangle anyway, but still. Uh, those are my picks. Commissioner, who you got for those? Yeah. First, I actually just want to applaud this entire, like all the teams that played this weekend, because we had some outstanding games. We did. I was so <laughs> thoroughly entertained, and that Hamilton game too. Oh man! <laughs> Even better who they were playing, but yes, I know, was, I know. Teams lost. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. And Calgary. I can't, yeah. I can't believe I was ready with the, the Lions. I was so thrilled. Like really, I was right. But yeah, I. The only two, the only game that I'm a little bit shifty with is the Toronto Montreal game, just because Toronto is so inconsistently consistent with how they play. They can play glorious or they can play pretty crappy or, but they still pull out a win. Hi, living proof. So, uh, but it is in Montreal. So, oh, I don't know. I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my gut. I'm going to go with Toronto with that game, but the other two, I agree with you guys. Hmm. All right. That's I know, right. weird, right? Uh, weird. That is, that is weird. I think um, all right. Do we have a prop bet for this week? Do you see anything uh, in the chat for a prop see what bet? we got here. I did notice that uh, Melissa said that Terry Williams and Christian played high school and junior college football together. Oh, that's wild. And now yeah. they're going to be returning against one another. That should be yeah. interesting. That should cool. be interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's just see what we got here for. I love uh, the Christian tidbits that we get during the show. Oh, absolutely. I know. Yeah. There's a few more back there as well. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any prop bets. There's a lot of chat. A lot of chatter in the chat. A lot of chatter chat. Okay. Well, I, I have I have one suggestion, uh, which would be Elk's total rushing yards. Oh, I like this. I, I knew you would. No. And, and because I brought it up, I am wondering if you would like to set the line this week, super fan. Ooh, all right. Because rushing is your deal. So we're talking yards, not carries, and this total yards Correct. or yards we're just by Kevin total Brown? Total yards. Total rushing yards from any rushing. It doesn't, not just Kevin Brown, total rushing yards, because we're going to have Trey Ford back there. So exactly. Um, give you the chance to, to spread that out. That's why I wanted this, because I thought this would be a fun prop bet. I think we're, again, going to get over 100 yards rushing. So I'm going to say, let's do 109 and a half. Oh my. Okay. I'm very bullish on this team. Excellent line. I thought you were going to set it at 105.5. 
105 and a half. Dang. All right. Well, I'm 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 gonna be confident. I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say over between Kevin Brown and Trey Ford. I think it's over. That's I'm they're gonna move mountains. They're gonna find ways. I'm gonna say that's what happens. Commissioner. I wanna be optimistic too. I want to be. I do. And I'm going to be because Corn Dog's not in it, so I know Trey Ford is gonna have some some pickups and carries. So I'll be positive over. All right. Super fan. Uh, see, I think that Trey is going to run a lot less than people expect after what's happened recently. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget he did have a collarbone injury, which mm-hmm. kept him out. And then we just saw what happened with Cornelius. So I think he's going to run less. That being said, I think Kevin Brown is going to get over 109 himself. So Ooh. I think we're going to see probably around 130 uh, to 100 and, uh, 125 to 135. We'll say somewhere in there. So I'm going to go way over. I'm um, fine with that. Trey Ford can get 10 for all I care. He's back there. Who cares? Loxley will get seven. All on sneaks. <laughs> all, all at a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Three touchdowns. That's yeah. That, yeah, exactly. I had asked you if you're picking him in your fantasy, but I know you're not going to tell me because this week we have the Turf District Final. As uh, It's, uh, oh, which Turf <laughs> District gets the belt? Which That's right. Belt home? Well, at least we know the belt is coming home generally like it's gonna be green and gold which is exciting i know i've never seen two dudes so excited over a belt I, um, <laughs> you don't watch enough wrestling come on now i don't well yeah. actually maybe i do maybe i do watch enough wrestling <laughs> <laughs> fair enough uh yeah so i did uh, i did find a way to beat joe you found a way to beat ryan coop and uh so we have the all district final um, next week, we will be able to talk about one of us getting the championship belt. And I believe it's 320. 40. 340. To the charity of the winner's choice. Yes. Nice. So, Have you picked a charity yet? Uh, I, you know what? I'm, I, I have to admit, I'm kind of floating um, because I really want to support our friends with Pay It Forward with football. Um, nice. But one that has been always has always meant a lot to me was Santa's Anonymous, and it's getting to be that time of year. So, um, and this game, this week, the game this week is uh, the Santa's Anonymous game as well. So make sure you are bringing oh, your amen. unwrapped toys or your uh, cash to uh, help support that great cause. And delivery day is uh, December the seventeenth. Um, so if you are available, uh, come out early. Uh, I, I know myself and my family will be there. I'm trying to bring my entire crew from work, um, to get out and do some deliveries for Santa, Santa's anonymous on that day, but, uh, bring your stuff to the game this Friday. And like I said, that one means a bit more to me. So, um, we'll see. I, I do you have a charity in mind? Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking at donating to the family center here in town. Um, uh, they have a lot of phenomenal resources for uh, parents, for children, uh, for couples, and everything else. And I think uh, they do some really good work that um, maybe doesn't quite get as much press as a lot of people do. Uh, and I think that, uh, I mean, there's so many phenomenal charities, uh, both locally and provincially, federally, whatever. But um, this one is one that's kind of means the most to me right now. 
Fantastic. That's outstanding. Well, one of those will get something and we will not talk fantasy. We'll have to talk to Paul on a separate chat so that we can get our uh, advice before we get to it's the true. game. I'm not sharing my lineup with you this week here. Uh, no. yeah. What happens when we tie because we think so much alike? That's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, then everyone gets 170. That's exactly. Oh, well, and we'll cut the belts in half, and Steve will die, and we'll be fine. No, you can carry it. <laughs> you can Thanks. have it behind you. Well, thanks, That's I appreciate fine. that. That's good. Yeah, it'll fit right there. Right, there right you on the go. Perfect. Okay. Uh, let's find all those great shows at CF Pod Network, and of course, follow along with for the finals at CFL Pod Fantasy. Uh, where does everybody find you guys online? Let's start with you, Commissioner Kayla. On Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. Wonderful. And Super Pan Mike. Uh, you can find me at 56 Parkies on all of your social channels. And then the uh, History and Horde segment can be found at the Edmonton Football History Twitter account at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Lovely. And you can follow me at Freepalicious. Uh, our APN shout out this week is on Let's Do Coffee, a weekly coffee with an entrepreneur presented by Nate's Maji Center for New Venture and Student Entrepreneurship. You can find them and all the other great shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. Thanks. Uh, follow our friends with Pay It Forward with Football because, of course, they're doing everything to spread kindness, which we need more in this world. And check out our friend Celeste's blog, thevinyljourney.com. Uh, join in the huddle with us at the Turf District on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, if you're on YouTube Live, stick around. We will do a bit of overtime this evening to uh, chat more with all of you. Otherwise, we will be back next week uh, to wrap up the season for the show. Um, and we will will be joined by our good friends Dave and Morley. Uh, well, no, we call them that. You probably better know them as Morley Scott and Dave Campbell, um, the greatest radio team out there uh, to chat some more Elks and football. So we're very excited to do that. Uh, thank you again to Christian Salisbury for joining us. Thank you again to the Elks for helping us set that up. Uh, thank you to Mama Salisbury for being in the chat and giving us all the tips. We do appreciate it um, and uh, can't wait for uh, you to get up for a game as well. So for Christian Salisbury, Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face and we will absolutely talk to you next week thanks for listening find more great shows like this at cf pod network on twitter 